Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Casual Divinity. Gratefully, I am your host, Nadudua. Let's jam. Let's get into those adhesions again, shall we? First and foremost, I want to thank all of you that tuned in during 2022. My adhesion episodes were the most popular of everything that I recorded last year. And that's amazing to me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your consideration about this very important topic. Uh, I don't know. I'm just uh, super freaked (laughs) that something I liked is uh, so popular. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe you guys can relate to what I'm about to say here. In that it's pretty common that what I'm interested in usually makes people's eyes roll back in their head uh, or change the subject or, you know, any of the other things. And it was a really wonderful change of pace to experience that something that I was interested in wasn't only interesting to others, but it has also been helpful So that's what I want to get into a little bit more. As I was talking about adhesions, I also was dealing with more of them. And that's what I'm going to talk about briefly. Uh, Because beforehand, my only experience with adhesions, as you, if you are familiar with the podcast, you already know, were all in my abdomen. But this time... This time, I I had the experience of, of having them in my knee or in my leg. And it scared the crap out of me. Um, I still can hear a little bit of that fear in my voice. Um, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, I almost, I'm shy to share. But I'm human, and uh, <laughs> and that's part of sharing, right? Sharing, hopefully, is caring or learning in this particular case. Well, when I was starting to develop that series to talk about so that people could access that information easier than going to a class or a workshop, part of me felt guilty about developing that because, one, I'm not a doctor, you know, or a, or a therapist of any kind, you know. So I felt like I wasn't out of my field. Even though I have spent 10 years in body work, it, I still had um, imposter syndrome peeking in on my process. The other thing that was getting in the way was that I felt like, well, I really only experienced this one type like in my abdomen. I don't really know what I would advise to anyone who are, who is dealing with it within their limbs because I haven't experienced that. Well, be careful what you ask for. Because <laughs> then I experienced it. And it was not cool at all. 
In fact, um, part of it was so scary. And that's what I really want to share because I think that it could be a really good indicator for other people um, of the development of adhesions within the limbs, like um, possible symptoms. So I had been dealing a lot or in general with uh, insomnia, which is just having difficulty sleeping or staying asleep. That's a lot of where I live anyway. So uh, I had been, I had started to experience these horrible leg cramps. Horrible. Like I, I mean, literally my foot would be seized. My calf would be seized. There was literally nothing I could do about it. And I'm used to uh, being able to grab something out of my toolbox to fix whatever's going on with me. So when my leg, when my ankle, my foot, and my calf were seizing up on me, I thought, oh, I must be lacking in minerals. So I started taking more of uh, magnesium along with other minerals. Because I was like, oh, that's probably what's going on. By the way, I'm going to take a moment out to say that please consult your doctor, your naturopath, um, professional, when you're dealing with these things, okay? don't You don't have to suffer in silence <laughs> or problem solve everything by yourself. That's another lesson I'm learning in a very difficult way. All right, back to it. So the taking the magnesium, taking the extra minerals, definitely helpful, but I was still having these cramps. They still would happen. And again, super painful, unable to work them out, unable to even use uh, fascial release Oh, wow. Um, so I found that interesting. I was like, I don't understand why magnesium's not working. And then I did start to get this feeling that something deeper was, uh, was at play. And I didn't know what, though. But not too long after a couple weeks of these leg cramps, these extreme leg cramps, I then started to have restriction in my knee. I literally could not bend my knee. And let me explain. As a person who has done floor work for 10 years, so that when I say floor work to people who don't do body work, all right, that's that's when you don't use a table to work on your clients. You you're working with your clients on the floor. And I'm used to just having access to my knees. I'm used to being on my knees for a long period of time to work on a body or for yoga or for sitting in meditation. And suddenly it became unbearably painful to move my knee. I could not squat. I could not kneel. 
even bending in certain ways uh, was difficult. And this was very humbling. Because um, that's what, you know, everyone likes to talk about how you fall apart as you get older. And I want to reframe this kind of thinking. I want to stay realistic as well. However, I want to reframe this kind of thinking. Because ultimately, we are the accumulation of our choices over all things. And so what we choose to eat, what we choose to think of, what we choose to consume in books and in uh, what we view, all contribute to a bigger picture in the long term. And as we age, you will begin to see how these choices are adding up for you. And if these choices are beneficial or if they have been breaking you down. And so that's what these leg cramps were, folks, for me. It was a wake-up call to the choices that I was making or not making and how they were affecting me in the long term. So what was I doing? I was engaging in relationships that were not authentic. And I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing. I know I mentioned this quite a bit uh, in previous podcasts. Um, having said that, it's, uh, it's, it's funny when you become aware of how other people are doing it, but then you become blind to how you yourself are engaging in that same behavior. And then you wonder where it's coming from. And, um, but the long story short is I had not realized that through these inauthentic connections, you know, uh, the things that I was doing were not really reflecting who I was. I began to reflect my surroundings. And I'm not blaming other people for that. I take full responsibility for my choices. But it took th this situation with my knee to wake up to my inauthenticity in my choices for my long term that were happening in the present. And a lot of those choices had to do with movement and I was moving away from movement. And that's scary because as forementioned, motion is the lotion in the body. If we want to keep our fascia healthy, it must be moved. It doesn't have to be moved in the same ways all the time, but the body wants to move. The universe is in constant movement. And I had, through sadness and feeling misunderstood and all that poor me business, it had led me to um, deeper isolation. And then that isolation uh, slowly led into me not moving my body meaningfully. So all the things that I was enjoying to do, I 
stopped doing for whatever reason, just getting stuck in a poor me loop, realizing that I wasn't being authentic with my choices, not really understanding why and just just starting to be patient with that process and starting to like really look at these these choices and seeing that I can change them. But it was really scary, again, to not have that, that me and to not have access to movement that I suddenly realized I was taking for granted. I, uh, through one of my trips last year, I got to do some readings at Golden Poppy Apothecary. Shout out to Golden Poppy. I love you gals so much. Thank you for holding me and for seeing me. I certainly see you all. Um, I was really blessed to meet and interact with them and their joy in what they were doing. And that's what began that inquiry, that inner inquiry of what? am I doing and who am I doing it with? And, and is this authentic, right? To, to me and my purpose. And so it was a really wonderful reminder of being in their environment that I love working with herbs. And I also on that trip got to visit another dear friend and amazing body worker, Pavan Deep. I, uh, we traded services. I did uh, some astrology and uh, oracle, and she was kind enough to gift me an ashiatsu session. And uh, that's when I learned so much. And this is why I stress, like, Take your time when you choose to work with a practitioner of anything. Just as I'm talking to you about authenticity, I feel like connecting with a practitioner is very important so that you're on the same page as far as trust goes. You know, and that you don't get people pleasing in a situation like uh, receiving a service, right? Um, and then you've paid for something that didn't help you, right? And uh, it creates a whole other mess of problems. But anyway, back to this session. You know, she's the person who actually pushed me to body work uh, over 10 years ago. I was so amazed with uh, what she could tell me about myself just by working with me in that way. I was amazed um, and, that, and it led me to Thai yoga or Thai massage eventually. But what she found in my person and then she also gave me homework, which I was really grateful for as well. But these were all things I did not have any awareness of. I had not received any body work for so long that I was missing some important information about 
or I, I even could say important perspectives because you can only see yourself in, <laughs> in so many ways. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we need the experts to come in with different perspective. Um, and that's what I was gifted. And, you know, because she has worked with many different ailments in her own person and has met with many different people over the years, um, she was able to give me some really good homework um, and was uh, telling me like, okay, I think we're, we're feeling the adhesions in your feet. And I was like, holy crap. Okay, well, you know, at least now I, I can work with something. And uh, the homework was doing more fascial release on my feet. Ah, which perfect timing. I mean, this is definitely a timeless jam whenever you listen to this, but this is Pisces season. We're still in new moon, Pisces, actually. And... I thought it was fitting that my homework was to take care of my feet and realizing that was something I started ignoring. I didn't even realize this, that I wasn't taking care of my feet like I used to. And how important that is to care for your feet. And I am going to say, if you find that you're a person who has a lot of Pisces placements in your astrology chart, take care of those feet. Back to it, though. It was very painful to start working on the feet, but then I could feel uh, these things. I could feel these knots. And it, I mean, it was horrible, but I would just work on my feet every day. And slowly over time, that pain began to change. Those slumps began to change. You know, I, I began following my own advice once again, and I started moving more, but I didn't just start moving more. I started engaging back in my life again. I began to get more curious about movement and not just you know, doing whatever to take care of myself for survival mode, but actually finding movement that brings joy, like taking more walks. I love walking. And then, uh, you know, uh, returning to movement with yoga and then uh, weightlifting has been really enjoyable as well. And building strength there. It, it's in roller skating. It's just been a lot of exploring um, joy in my life. I, I began to do more journaling. The point was, or is, is that I started to get static and 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 uh, stagnant within my being and relegated to my situation as it was instead of realizing that I had the power to change and shift the dialogues. And luckily I ran into people who have those same, you know, thoughts and ideas about 
self-care and alignment. And I'm really grateful for community and that that's really over more or less what the problem was, right? Like missing and lacking community. And the fact that my knee was seizing up on me, the knees represent change. The knees are ruled by Capricorn. So my body was telling me straight up, you have to change this. You cannot keep standing in, in this foundation and, and want to do what you say you want to do. You know, it's going to take different action if you want different things. And I'm really grateful for that wake-up call. And so I just want to tell you now, as I'm cl getting close to a year from that time, I'm okay. My knee is fine. No problems at all. I can bend my knee. In fact, I was just in the store a couple days ago and uh, I saw this gentleman in a squat position, you know, trying to decide which olive oil to buy because that's the kind of privilege we have right now. <laughs> uh, but I looked at him and I, I was like, oh, wow. And I said out loud to him, it's good to have knees, isn't it? And he's like, well, you know, they could be better. And I chuckled and I was like, you're doing just fine. And then I, as I was able to then kneel and grab what I needed and, and keep moving. And I, uh, even right now, I've got tears in my eyes because I, the, I still can use my body. You know, <laughs> I'm grateful for these tools and I'm grateful for the information and I'm going to take this time to let you guys know that I actually wrote a book about it to continue on with um, this education and adhesions. I uh, did create a book so that you can interact with uh, your practitioner, your healthcare practitioner, your chiropractor, your body worker, uh, your naturopath, whomever you're talking to. So if you have ever endured uh, injury or surgery or trauma of any kind, uh, this cutesy booklet it's like 11 pages. It's not a big deal. But this little booklet is meant to help you on your journey to healing. And, you know, it's not, it definitely is not meant to diagnose of any sort. But this is for the preparation for before or after care. And I hope it serves you well. If you're interested and I don't, it does not matter where you are in the world. You'll just have to pay more for shipping <laughs> is all. But if you are interested, go ahead, send me an email at aspire218 at gmail.com. That is A-S-P-I-R-E-218 ampersand gmail.com y'all holler if you want a book you know once i get that payment from you 
I will send you that in the mail. And like I said, if you don't live in the United States, that's fine. Uh, you'll just pay more for shipping. Um, but let's get into a collective read uh, for this Pisces moon. Of course, this is timeless. So whenever you hear it, you know, that's what it is. Let's go put this down and I'm a shuffle. All right, what is it that we need to know at this time? What is our collective message? Oh, well, eight of, eight of Pentacles came through, but they were like, not the card, so. Oh, oh, is this it? Okay, it flew out. Let's start with the bottom of the deck. We have the Seven of Pentacles. Oh, wow. I'm struggling with this one myself, personally. Seven of Pentacles is talking about slowing down and taking time to rest and contemplate. Because a lot of times we want to rush into new things, and that was a lot of last year for me too. I thought I knew everything, and I thought I needed to just uh, work this plan. And while, you know, you got to have a plan, sometimes that plan needs to be rest. Because we don't always know everything that we think we know. And our ancestors and spirit are often waiting to intercede and give us clues uh, for timing or things that we may have forgotten, little tweaks here and there. Or um, sometimes we really just need rest. After all, Pisces is like the last part of the year. This is, this is the endings and new beginnings, that mutable energy where we're, we're looking to create something new, but it's based off of what we know already from something old. And uh, we need that rest. The body needs rest. That's where these dreams come from. That's where these ideas come from. We're not on all the time. Let's get into that card. Snap! We have the world card. I mean, if you could have seen the way this card flew out of the deck, it was insane. So Saturn, we're building, we are building. And that's also the, the transit currently. Again, timeless, but the we Saturn's been real loud. <laughs> Saturn and the moon on that new, you know, joining that new moon is like, let's, let's build. You know, it's a very practical, very uh, cool energy to have in this Pisces season. It's very much the combo my dad had, him being a Capricorn sun and a Pisces moon. Getting that unseen support. Um, for doing big things, you guys, you, um, that's maybe the first big note that spirit wants everyone listening to understand is Ewa has heard you. 
and um, your your ancestors are listening, and they they are protecting you, and they want you to go ahead and move into the winner's circle with what you are doing. You know, just keep just keep listening, you know, just like the seven of pentacles at the bottom of the deck, you know, we're, we're cleaning out chakras in the body. We're cleaning out, uh, our space. We're taking, we're cleaning out our minds. We're taking rest. We're seeing how we can approach things in the new year differently. And also, to realize that we don't have to be in a hurry. We don't have to rush. There's no reward <laughs> for being the first in any of the things that we're trying to do here. And in fact, if we are rushing, we could miss those messages, those, those like hints that say, hey, hold on or hold off. <laughs> Right. We, after all, when we're building something new, it is not going to happen overnight. Right. It's it's slowly building. And I think that even some of the things that we have been building for some time, we're starting to see we're starting to see the growth of. And so don't stop now. At the same time, though, let's keep resting. Right. Like that's the, that's the message between these two cards, the world and seven of pentacles is we're going to, to keep moving and we are going to be informed by rest. We're going to be informed by rest. This is how we receive the ideas, the messages, the dreams. We mustn't forget our dreams. All right. Well, I'm going to end it here. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Casual Divinity. You can find me on Instagram at o.o.bounds, standing for out of bounds. And uh, other than that, um, peace and blessings. I'll see you guys next time.